Are you a current speaker or an attorney, coach, expert, or entrepreneur who's tired of speaking for free or being underpaid? Are you ready to make bank for your brilliance? I have the perfect solution for you. Speaker moguls. We create highly paid sought after speakers by focusing on teaching you to master the business of professional speaking and building a bankable speaker brand that gets you known and paid. If you're ready to do what it takes for clients to put some respect on your name and pay you your value, you need to join our Speaker Moguls community now. You can join us at speakermogulsgroup.com. Yep, that's speakermoguls with an S, group.com. Let's go get your money. Welcome to the Ladies Who Leverage podcast, where we empower women to own their power, create influence and impact, and live life unapologetically AF. It's time to leverage your expertise, resources, and relationships to build your business, brand, and badassery. So just click subscribe and let's get it. I'm your host, Kelly Charles Collins. Welcome to the Ladies to Leverage podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Charles Collins, and I'm so excited because today we have part two. Yes, part two with Danita Young. And so we had Danita on um, on another episode where we talked about her company, Booty Bands and Barbells. And on that um, show, we really focused a lot, Danita, on the work that you do, right? And and actually took me through some paces <laughs> on that show. And people listened to it and, and had good things to say about it. But today, what I want to talk to you about is really the journey of how you got to where you are, because we see women. So, you know, and we think, oh, they're really successful and we don't understand what is the backstory. And I think I always like to share the backstory because in those stories, people see themselves, right? Either where they've been and they're like, oh, okay. So she could do that. I could do that or where they are now. So I'm so thankful that you are back on the Ladies Who Leverage podcast. So welcome. All right. Thanks for having me. This again was the second time I love being here. So thanks for, thanks for having me. This is awesome. Yeah. So, all right. So we talked about booty bands last time. So if you haven't seen, if you haven't listened to the first um, podcast I did with Danita, go back and listen to that um, and then come back and listen to this one, but your company booty bands and barbells, right. Um, was started out of really something that was relative to your life. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm just going to go do booty bands and barbells. It really was something personal to you. So just take us a little bit uh, way back, I guess, so that we can come with you on this journey of how we're here now with this very successful business. Yeah, let's start at the very beginning. And this might be able to touch with those who are still trying to find what their gift is that they want to give the world. And I think that's a really big one that people are often struggling with is trying to find out really what is their purpose. And there's one book I can really recommend. Um, it was called, uh, wow. The Passion Test. There we go. 
the passion test. Now, what this was, it was so great because it took like your top 20 passions that you're so good and excel at in life. It, it now co it compares them against each other. So then you break it down to 10 and then you break it down to five. And in this book, it tells you do not live outside of these five. This is who you are. This is what makes you excited to wake up every day. This is really really where you can find your potential. And so what I did is I took that test. I found my top five. And when I found the five, I said, I have to be a trainer. I have to teach women about educating the nutrient, the, the exercise. Like I love helping people. That was something that was part of my passion and I needed to work for myself. So that was step number one, find out really what sings to your soul and narrow it that, that down. The second thing is when I became a trainer, uh, my boyfriend's an internet marketer. So he's, he's the marketing side of this. And I am the product development, the R and D, the, what positions us to be unique, all of that fun stuff. So really where it transitioned from there was trying to find something that I knew that was missing from the market that wasn't there that I could bring that could really make a difference. So I want to go back for a second because you were talking about the passions. What were those five things? Do you remember what those five things were that came up for you? Yes. And if you don't remember them, you're going to want to make sure to go back to that book and always make sure you write them down and live them. So mine was do something with my companion, do something with the person I love because that fuels me. And so I actually run the business with my partner. I don't recommend it for everyone, but for some people it works, especially if it's your passion. All right. So that's one. Number two is I love helping people from the bottom and the root of my gut. I love seeing other people just happier and have potential and have hope in their life. Again, there's something about that feeling that really uh, just excites me. Number three is I love health and fitness. It's um, something I'll just eat, sleep and breathe till the day I die. I love what it does, not only for the outer appearance, but really truly what it does to the confidence and the person inside of you. Um, the fourth one is travel. So having something where it allows me to sit and travel and live my life abundantly. And then, uh, the last one was, um, uh, just, I think it was something about like confidence and something along like the fifth one. I don't really remember as much, but I, I really live the four. Yeah. So, and, and then you said, based on that, you decided that you wanted to be a trainer. So had you been exercising and in fitness before that, before you decided I'm, I'm going to go into being a trainer. Yeah. So I had, I had always had fitness a part of my life, but I was, I was, this is really what's funny is I was trying to go to school to be a school teacher. And then I was in law, law enforcement. And then I became a manager over a wine restaurant. And then I went to school to be an esthetician. And then, I mean, the list goes on. Right. And I think a lot of people can relate to that as feeling like, where am I? What am I doing? Like, what is this job? Right. And, you know, it's so funny because so often we think of life as having to be A, B, C, D, E, F, G, right? And go in that straight line. And what I found laughing because I've done so many things, right? Over my career, I've done so many things. And I laugh because sometimes people see that as you, you have no idea what you want to do, that you're wishy-washy, that you, you know, you, you can't figure it out, but you're lost, to, you're lost right? And for me though, it has served so well to have had all of those experiences because it puts you in a different place, right? It gives skill sets, gives you all kinds of skill sets, 
you you deal with so many different types of people it just gives you this well-rounded thing so it's like you know i put in my book take the detour sometimes you got you know you have to turn left sometimes you have to turn right sometimes you got to turn around but just take the detour what do you think about that um i love that i love that <laughs> phrase oh my gosh and, and any of those that feel they're in the detour, oh, it's so hard. You're just like, get me out of this detour. I just want to be on the path. But I love how you said that because just being okay knowing that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Whatever mission you're on is only giving you that skill set to do what you need to do. Yeah, absolutely. So you decided that you wanted to become a personal trainer. So you've done all these amazing things and you're like, no, now I'm going to go be a trainer. So what is that? What is that like? What is that journey like into becoming a personal trainer to then being able to own this business? So let's start there because I know there's a lot of people who want to get into personal training and, and it's not, um, some people just like, oh, I, I'll take, you know, I'll do a certificate and, and that's it. But it, there really is a lot that you need to do in order to be a really good and effective trainer. Yes. Well, personal trainer, you really have to have the personal part in there. And so I knew that me loving helping people was going to be my personal touch. And really, it's important about how you niche yourself, too. So I really niched myself towards women specifically um, and really helping them get to whatever they wanted. A lot of trainers put their goals on their members, but I really listened to them and said, what is it that you want? And I love giving specific, true ways to do that. So I take monthly before and after photos. I will have you send me all pictures of your meals. I will follow up with you. Like I'm so ingrained in your life that I will take it to the next level to make sure that you get that transformation. Now, if you do not get that transformation, I failed when I was a personal trainer. There was some people that I couldn't seem, no matter how hard I try, no matter how great the workouts, no matter how great the meal plans, it was like they just continued to keep stuck in that pattern. And, and that was where I learned the mindset part of transformations. And so that's where Booty Bands and Barbells encompasses the three areas, the mindset, the nutrition, and the workouts. And that's where now I've been able to be like, I've arrived. I finally figured that this puzzle out on like how to really get everybody into the transformation. And then when, when you started out as a trainer, cause I think this could, this let these lessons probably um, are transferable. So you start in this new industry. What was that like just getting in? And then, like you said, you niche down to a particular market. So what did you do as a new person coming into this business to go out and get those clients? Well, the first step is you, you have to really put yourself out there. Like you, I had to get the flyers, the business cards. Um, I started doing marketing online. So just in the public area, I just started saying, Hey, I'm a new trainer in town, blah, blah, blah. I started putting flyers up at restaurants and you have to take that uncomfortable spot and really learn to find the comfort in it because I believe that in uncomfortable areas is really where you really grow. And so I think that would be the first thing is just get uncomfortable, find the ways that would start to market yourself, um, start speaking to people, really start to just don't get in your own shell, right? I'm an introvert naturally. So it's really hard for me to be an extrovert, but I've had to learn that 
to be able to go out there and reach that. And a lot of it, I mean, I, if I were to sit and tell you the whole journey, I mean, I could sit here for hours, but really I think that the key takeaway is only focus on the one thing that's in front of you, because if you think of the entire thing, you're going to get really overwhelmed, but just what's that one thing that's in your way and just master that. And then the next thing that's in your way, just master that. And then the next thing, master that. And before you're going to look back behind you and you're going to be like, how do I own a multi-million dollar brand? Like, how is this even possible right now? And it really is just because you did one step in front of the other. Yeah. One of my um, coaches, she says, stay in the step you're in. Yeah. Right. And that's so hard for many of us. I'm a very creative person. I'm very logical, but also very creative. I'm left brain, right brain. And so I think for entrepreneurs, right, who are very creative beings, that that is a, a hard lesson, a hard thing to do is to just kind of stay in that step that you're in. But I think when you're talking about, like, especially getting into a new industry, it's so important what you just said, Danina, about doing this one piece, getting good at that, doing the next piece, right? And so that you can become the master, right? The expert in your space in doing whatever those things are. Because if we're looking at it, like at the end of it, and we have no idea what those steps are to go towards that vision, we're going to stumble and fall and get frustrated along the way. So did you, as a personal trainer, were you doing it? Did you own your own business or did you do it as part of a, you know, like a well-known gym or one of the established locations? I first started at a well-known gym. And then I branched out to do it on my own and made my own brand out of it. So, um, and, and everybody kind of starts, some people can start immediately by doing it themselves. But for me, I wasn't there yet. I wasn't comfortable yet to just jump in from working for somebody else immediately and to do something my own. It did take me probably about a year. And then I started working on my own, but I had to have that, I had to have that comfortable I can do this. I know I can transform people. I know I can, I know the trainer I am now. I know that what I have works, then I was ready to take this on and take to the next level. Yeah. I think that's also a good, another lesson, right? So as we're coming into spaces, there's so many women that, that ask me about transitioning, right? When do I know when it's time to leave the nine to five and go into entrepreneurship? And it may not be just the jump from nine to five to entrepreneurship. It might be jump from that nine to five into a space that is in alignment with what it is that you want to do around entrepreneurship. And then once you feel like you said, once you feel comfortable, right, and that you know that you can produce the results, then go out on your own. So it's not always that clean, you know, break from one into the other. Yeah, we all have a different journey with this and how it turns into success. I mean, the end result is that we all are success successful. And the the journey is never the same. Just as you said, there's always some sort of detour that we're going to go through. But in that detour, just knowing that that is a part of what is going to be your success. And, and really something I've learned recently is when we outline, think of that word outline, when we outline exactly what it is, how we think it is, no matter who you believe, God, universe, whatever, any spirituality or connection that you think of a higher power there is this always kind of different direction. It seems to kind of pull us, but we do get to the end, but it's never the way we think it is. Right. So uh, it's, it's, 
some people, it might just be that they have to completely let go of everything and jump headfirst into it. And other people, they might need to do that, like that small progression with it. Everybody's so different. But the, the question to ask yourself, if, if you're stuck in that moment, is go, what's in front of me? What's this first struggle that I'm facing? And, and ask yourself the question out loud. Do I need to jump headfirst into this? Or do I need to do this in small progressions? The answers will come. It's about patience. Yes. And two, there's, there is a path for you. You just have to focus on the things that centers you and balances you and keeps you in that midline and you will be in the flow. It's when you are going upstream and constantly in resistance, that is a sign that says you are struggling to get to your goal. It should not be a struggle. It should be a flow. Yeah. And either way is right, right? Whatever, whatever takes you to your success is right. Right. So however you get there. And I think that's something too. people talk about um, success and what is successful. Right. So you have a multimillion dollar business and people, oh, my gosh, she's so successful. Right. Which you are. But other people don't define success that way. And so everybody has to understand what is your definition of success? Work towards that. Right. Not what everybody else is doing. We had um, in the Ladies Who Leverage community last year, there were a couple of women who were like, you know, getting towards their six-figure month. And so, you know, in the community, they were putting it in there and they're like, okay, I'm almost there. And it, it was this whole thing that everybody was just like cheering them on around, you know, getting their six-figure month. And so I realized that for some people that might be a little bit overwhelming or intimidating or whatever. And so I did this whole video around, listen, this is their success path, right? For them. I said, think about what is your six figure month? What does that mean to you? Right? So take it away from it being that you made a hundred thousand or more, but what in your brain, how does that equate right to that six figure and work towards that we'll cheer you on towards that and i think that's so important when we're looking at people's journeys and we think well i haven't made a million dollars i haven't done you know um a six figure month so i'm not successful no that 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 is not the truth so you know um go ahead because i see you um chime in want to chime in I love that i i can't tell i mean i'm going to give you an example of exactly how that is so my boyfriend, the CEO, the internet marketer, he goes, Danita, we're going to put into our minds that we want to get to a hundred million dollars and sell this one day. In my mind, mathematically, like I've never had numbers. I don't work well with numbers. When you're talking about six figure, I'm like, oh, when, when he's talking about this, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't even know how to compute. That doesn't even make sense to me. That doesn't even motivate me to be honest. And I, and I, I froze doing a video one day when he was trying to have me like promote this like goal. He's like, we all got to get on the same goal. Let's do this. And I'm like, I feel so misaligned. And he goes, well, what does align with you? And I go, if you can tell me I'm ready to change a million billion women's lives, I can get my head wrapped around that. And he goes, okay, you focus on just how many women's lives you want to change. And that's all you focus on. And I'm like, I can do it. And that has been the difference. So ask yourself and somebody's focusing on a number, just find what works for you. Yeah. It's the reframing. 
It's the reframing to align. Everything is, for me, everything is about alignment. If it doesn't align, then we can't do it. And like you, I don't love numbers, you know, as a lawyer. So (laughs) I'm like numbers. And my coach is like, you need to know your numbers. I'm like, yeah, I do. But (laughs) I'm not really all into, yeah, I'm going to talk about those numbers. But, and, and that's true. So for you, that was amazing because for you, you realize that that's not, that's not what moves you. That's not what motivates you. That's not what's going to excite you. But you know what? What excites you is going to translate into what your boyfriend was talking about, right? Because it will translate into the money. And so that's why it's so important for us. What you said from the very beginning, when you started talking about your purpose, right? Because your purpose will make a way for you. And if you live every single day in that purpose, it, it may not, you know, may not be tomorrow. It may not be next week. It may take months. It may take years. But if you constantly are living in your purpose, it will take you where you need to go. So I want to move forward a little bit from, so you decided to, you know, go out on your own as a personal trainer. How did you transition from there, Danita, into business owner in terms of um, booty bands and barbells? And even, and even before that, like, the whole concept of booty bands, right? Talking about that, because it's it's not just that you have this company, this is a patented um, product that you have. Yeah, patented and trademarked. Yeah, so it was before booty bands even was a thing. Now, 2021, it is all over. You type in on Amazon and you can just see hundreds of thousands of booty bands all over the, all over. Like it's just, it's massive now. But before all of this, four years ago, there was only rubber bands on the market. And those ones that roll up, that snap, that break, that like really like tear into your skin. Start on your knees and go up to your waist. (laughs) Oh man, totally. And that was the only thing that was on the market. And so I'm using these as a personal trainer and it was so annoying, but the results were amazing. Now they use it for physical therapy, right? Just to focus on the piriformis and any hip issues. And if your glutes inactive, now we're, look, we're both sitting down right now. And those that are probably listening or sitting down, your butt gets amnesia. Dead butt syndrome is a thing where your butt falls asleep and becomes deactive. So when you go and do your workout later and your butt's not firing, you are losing a huge component of your foundation of your body. And then not to mention, obviously now this day and age, like that lifted bubble buddy, bubble booty is like such a big thing. Right. So the booty bands, I mean, obviously I've been able to get the name, the competitors came out, but what really made us stand out differently is that we care about our members. We're not just a product. We're not just booty bands. We, we focused on really helping women change their mind, their body, and their life, really helping them step into their bell self was more of our focus. So we went hard into the branding side of it, giving them the products that they were asking us. And then when COVID hit us, we immediately went in towards a home gym environment. So we got the dumbbells, the barbells, the long bands, everything. Now the protein powder. And we've been able to scale because we, tr- we positioned ourselves in truly caring about our customers where the other people are stuck in booty bands because they don't really care about members. Right. And so I, I don't want to skip over though, um, a little bit, Danita, the whole process of the patent and the trademark, because one of the things I think that women, um, and I'll talk about women in business, sometimes don't take care of is their intellectual property, the things that belong to them, right? The things that they've created. Now, listen, out in the world, there's very few things 
that we're creating from like whole cloth, like that, that doesn't exist in some way. What was it um, though that you knew, listen, we have a product here that is worth, <laughs> right? Going after a patent and also trademarking. Most, a lot more people think about trademarking, but in terms of products, I don't think people really think a lot about patents and it's not an easy thing to get a patent, but what took you down that journey with Booty Vans? Yeah, and it, it was just realizing that it wasn't out in the industry. And if I put it out in the industry, obviously everyone's going to steal it. And did I know how to do a patent? Oh, absolutely not. I had to obviously take that hard step in front of the other and figure it out, which obviously led me to somebody that knows all about patents. And then I was in his office one day talking about the patent and the design I wanted. And then that's what carried it forward. So it it's about asking yourself if your product really needs it too. There's some, like you said, it's very rare to find something that has, you know, it's completely not out there yet or, and not everyone has to reinvent the wheel. I, you know, I really think, I mean, I didn't, I had a rubber band initially that was terrible and crap. And I turned it into a more comfortable, durable, sturdy band to work out with. Now, um, does the, does the patent really help me at this point? I would say the trademark, the booty bands name is actually more important than the patent itself. Um, but we're still, but that's still in the works to figure its way out. Like we're not even done with really, I'm only four years into this. This still has yet to evolve how it needs to evolve. So if, if, you would just ask yourself if a, a patent or a trademark is something that um, obviously trademarks, yes, but a patent's a whole nother topic. I'd have to have someone specific sitting down going, okay, this is my idea. Yes or no, you know, would be the decision there. It is a, it is a whole different animal. I mean, they have lawyers that that's all they do is patents, but it is something like if you do have a product idea, if you're thinking of something to at least know that you can have a patent, right? So people think, oh no, that's for the big, the big companies, the big people, right? But no, individuals <laughs> come up with all the stuff that you see that's patented. Mostly individuals come up with that stuff. So when when did you start? Um, when did you start the actual company, Booty Bands and Barbells? Four years ago, so 2017 is when I started Booty Bands. Is it was it initially. Okay. And after, um, right, actually right around um, COVID. So 2020, about January is when I started the barbells part of it. And just so happened that COVID shut everything down around that March. And so I had about already a leverage of already designing the barbells, probably, you know, three, four months in advance at that point. Wow. That was awesome. I mean, because everything that was home gym after a few months was gone. Mm -hmm. Like you could not find any of that stuff anywhere. What do you think, um, Danita, is the biggest lesson that you've learned on this journey? I'm going to be really vulnerable and really tell you guys something that not a lot of people know about this, but hopefully you can relate. I'm going to tell you about the failure, the lesson that I really learned through this. And excuse me if I get emotional, because this is extremely insensitive to me. And hopefully that if you're listening right now, you can really find hope and find determination through this story. So when I first opened Booty Bands, I had 
uh, it was fabric over the rubber. And so I was sewing this glitter cute fabric over these rubber bands that were a thicker band that were like four inches instead of the two inches. And we launched booty bands and we're selling so many thousands were flying out of our warehouse and we were just, I was shipping them out like, well, not even a warehouse. It was like my garage at that point. Right. And I'm sending these out and I'm so excited and I'm just feeling like, Oh, I'm changing these women's lives. Like everything. My purpose is all here. Right. And I thought I had hit depression in my life earlier, but I laugh at those times because that definitely was not depression. Um, what happened was when I had shipped out all these bands and we were making so much money the first couple years and I just hit immediate success. And if any of you have felt that where you felt, oh, immediate success and you've, you went straight up that mountain. And uh, what happened was all of a sudden I started getting all of these complaints about the bands breaking. And I was like, well, maybe that's just one or two. No, one or two turned into 10 to 20, turned into 100 to 200, turned into 1,000, 2,000. I was like, oh my gosh. Now imagine, I just told you who I am. You guys should not start, I'm tripping over my words, start to know who I am, which is vulnerable. I'm introvert. I I was just small world thinking, like came from a small town, like didn't really have like any desire to do anything crazy. I just wanted to help people. That's really my only heart and intention. So when I had all these products that were breaking because I'm sewing through the rubber to put this glitter fabric on it, my heart crushed. Like I couldn't get out of bed for two weeks. And when I say couldn't get out of bed, I pulled the covers up over when the light shone in the, in the room. And I just wanted to sit in darkness. And I had never felt that in my life. I had no idea the depths of feeling so high and then feeling so low. And in that low, I just was like, I want to give up because if this is who I am, my passion, I just did the passion test. This is everything that I is from the soul of me. I don't want to do anything else. And now the thing that I'm doing is breaking. And now I'm a fraud and people were coming after me when you're on the internet you get those internet people that are like just behind the computer. And I, I was called fraud. You, the names that I was called were so hurtful. So uh, there were, I was like, you don't know me. You don't know me. This isn't who I am. And so in that moment, I said, I have a choice. I can continue to keep staying in this darkness or I can figure out how to try to make this work. Now there's a quote I'll always live by at this point. You never have to be perfect to inspire others. You inspire others with how you handle your imperfections. So I realized I had an imperfection. I built my product, but it wasn't good enough. So I re went back to the drawing board and said, how can I make this work? And I created the elastic instead of the rubber. And that is really where the blossom, the, the breakthrough really happened for me. And I, and that's where the Facebook group happened. The community came about because I didn't know how to get all these members. So I said, I will replace all of your bands, every single one of your bands. I'll sell my car. I took out my 401k and I put all my savings into this. And I, I re I threw everything out of the rubber and I brought in and paid for all of it myself with the elastic. And again, a small business doing that yourself, like I didn't have money to do that. So that's a lot. <laughs> that's so a lot. I, 
created a Facebook group and I said, I will ship everything out for you guys for free. And that's where the loyalty, the community is came from something that didn't work. Now they go, you showed us, you proved to us who you really are. And that's why I have loyal, faithful, determined, strong women that have been with me since day one. And I feel so blessed and so appreciative for them. So anyways, that's a failure story. So if you can relate to that, pull yourself up. There's something good around the corner. Show them that you're not perfect, but let them know that you're going to really inspire them with how you deal with it. And that's all about for you because you knew what your purpose was, right? And so when those things happen, and that's why I think it's so, so important for us to know what our purpose is. Because when things happen, you can always realign. And it doesn't mean that you're just going to get up the next day. Like you said, you're in bed for two weeks, right? <laughs> it doesn't mean that you're just going to, oh, I'm just going to jump back up. That happened. I'm going to jump back up on my feet. But at some point, you have to know that that's not the end of the world and you have to move forward. And the, and the thing that guides you and moves you forward is purpose, right? That thing that always brings you back, no matter what you're doing, it is, I call it your guiding light. It's your core. It's your center. It's that thing that grounds you. And whenever you have that, no matter what is happening in your life, you can always go back there and it will take you, it will take you to where you need to go onto your journey of success. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. And nobody, so, nobody tells me all the failures, but I mean, we're going to all experience them yeah. and we're all going to have our own little beautiful story about how we overcome those. And if you're in that now, I wish somebody could have told me this, that when I was in there, just hold on, stay strong. It there, It's going to have a light at the end of the tunnel and it's going to make sense. And you're going to look back in hindsight and understand where it's going to lead you. Yeah. But that's all about, and that's what you're doing now and creating your community. It's what I do in ladies who leverage it. You bring these people together, right? We bring women together so that we can share these stories so that we can share the mistakes that we've made so that we can collapse people's time so that they don't have to, right? It takes them a shorter time to get to where their success is. And also that they don't make the same mistakes or if they make the mistake that we're there, to you know help them move forward so that's that's the other thing it's all about this whole community and having people who are really there to support you and help you and move you forward and i, I was listening to something one day and somebody said you know your life is the master class for somebody else mm -hmm. and so all of the things that we've been through all of the the ups the downs the detours all of that um you know is is it has taken us to where we are, right? That failure, if you didn't know that, right? And if you didn't, if you didn't like come out of that in terms of like, no, I still wanna help these women. It's like ladies who leverage. It didn't start as ladies who leverage. It started as sisters-in-law retreat. And I put it out there and I got pushed back and I was like, oh. <laughs> right? But then I had to think, what is the purpose? Why did you wanna do this in the first place? And it was all about empowering women. So do we just figure out a different way to do it? For you, it was the bands. Like you knew that there, there was, you knew that there was a benefit to having that band. Okay, the way that I did it the first time didn't work. 
we're going to do it over here, right? At some point, and it will take you on that journey to success. So I'm so happy that you're here, um, Danita. I'm, I'm glad that you and I have been, have gotten connected. I think that, um, you know, we have so many things that we can work together on and just be, you know, in synergy on in between our communities and just what we want to do with women. So thank you for being here again. And I want you to tell everyone how they can, um, find out more about Booty Bands and Barbells. Yep, bootybands.com, pretty simple. Um, and yeah, that's that's it. Come check us out. Uh, we, we are all about that mind, the workouts and the nutrition. And obviously we have all the products to, if you have a, a gym at home that you're ready to build and have something that during COVID, we have no idea what's still going up and down with it, right? But um, what a great way to feel just established and feel control of your own health again. Yeah. And what I love, I want to talk about this real quick. What I love about booty bands, when you go on the site and you look at the booty bands and the barbells, the barbells are turquoise and purple. The, the weights are like turquoise and purples and pinks, right? So it is more feminine than those big nasty steel bars with the big black, right? But, and that is also a testament to you of thinking about your client, your customer, right? Women, because a lot of women don't want to lift weights. I used to compete, like you used to compete also. And so there's a fear around lifting weights and thinking, oh, I'm going to get, you know, so bulky. And visually, when you see the barbells and the bands are, listen, y'all, the bands, same thing, the bands are in different colors, everything. Um, I, the, it just, you realize the thought that you take, right, that you've taken to put into not just, you know, getting people healthy and getting them in shape, but just the aesthetics of it, right, so that it doesn't look so like, and rough and, and hard. The second I heard my members after I made the barbells, when they said, I'm more motivated to do the workouts, Oh, you know, that hit my, that hit my <laughs> right there. I was like, oh my gosh, how did these colors make you so much more motivated to do the workout? That's amazing. And it hit, obviously my passion just whew, through the roof, yeah. right? I'm like, oh, so, yeah. so much alignment. And, and it's those, but it, you know, I love that because it's those little things. Sometimes we think about, look, no, it needs to be weights. And then, no, just make them pink, mm -hmm. make them purple, make them what are people going to look and be like, oh, that's pretty, you know how we are, <laughs> not all women, and I'm, you know, so don't get mad. Um, but, you know, people like things that are aesthetically pleasing. And so even just that in thinking that far ahead and thinking, you know, what could, what would make them want to buy these as opposed to going to buy, you know, going into one of the bigger stores or whatever and buying those products. So Kudos yeah, to you so, so even rewiring back, I mean, there's, there are people that love to go to the gym and you and I, I don't think had any problem with gray or black weights, right? You know, we could go pick up that eight, eight foot barbell and have at it. And we were comfortable in the gym, but my audience is not comfortable with the gym. They are um, very intimidated by weights. They definitely think that weights make them bulky. And so my particular audience works very, and so learning your audience and knowing what works for them? I know my audience doesn't go to the gym. They like to work out from home. So having a four foot barbell versus an eight foot barbell obviously is now I'm starting to connect with them more and being able to understand, okay, if, if 
now they see these feminine, uh, slick, you know, equipment, they go, Oh, that's made for a woman. I can do that. Well, I know what lifting weights does for a woman. And so do you. And so does the rest of us that even go to gyms. Now we're connecting with an audience that hasn't done it before. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even realize that the bars were a different, um, a different size. That's awesome. That's really good because that, that too is intimidating, right? Being at the gym and having those big bars and all those big weights and all of that stuff. So I think that that, again, that's a testament to you of really understanding um, your audience and why you are so successful. So everybody, listen, I need you to go to bootybands.com, B-O-O-T-Y bands.com. Calm. And whether you like to go to the gym or you don't like to go to the gym, go support um, Danita. And they have bands, they have barbells. Like she said, they have a um, protein powder. Your protein powder, is it whey protein or? I need to send you some. If you can send okay. me your pages right after this, it's, it's plant-based. It's made with almonds. Um, okay. we, we just did a blind taste testing. Uh, it was at a street fest here in Southern Utah. Utah. And we had husbands, wives, children, grandmas, grandpas, everybody in their dog tried this. Okay. Not dogs, but everybody tried the protein. And what was so cool is we got it all on camera. It'll be an ad coming out soon that a hundred percent, every single person, when we did a blind taste testing to the other competitors in the market, the top competitors, ours won a hundred percent throughout the whole thing. And it has from day one. It's just so the taste is just amazing. And the quality is just amazing. So not chalky. It's very smooth. It's very like creamy. Um, it's made with almonds. So it's got the, the protein comes from pea, rice, and almonds. So it's just got this great texture to it. And uh, just everything I was looking for that was healthy, I just had to make sure that was in there. So we did build it from scratch. And it just launched um, probably about six months ago. And we have okay. people on reoccurring. So they just get this every month, just constantly getting it. And we did hit Amazon, by the way. So if you look, oh, nice. at, if you look at Booty Bands Protein, we just hit that as well. We were talking about that on the last show. I think you were talking about Amazon. So see, listen, listen, you all can do it. It doesn't matter where you started. You can do it. So whatever your dream is, go after it. Even if you, like we said, if you have to take a detour, if there's a bump, if there's a twist, if there is something, really just go after your dreams so that you can get to wherever it is for you that's successful. So again, Danita, thank you so much for being here on the Ladies Who Leverage podcast. And for everyone, please continue to listen and subscribe and review our podcast, share it with people that you know. There are some amazing women who have been on the podcast and Danita is one of them and she's been here twice. So like, it's even nicer. So um, well, also, if you are an entrepreneur, a side hustler, or a corporate professional, and you are looking for a community of women who are going to help you get there faster, who are going to inspire you, motivate you, hold you accountable, but also give you an amazing community, then I'd like to invite you to join us in the Ladies Who Leverage Global Network. You can go to ladieswholeverage.com, find out all about us. If you have any questions, let me know. And until next time, just Keep, ah, keep subscribing. I just lost my words. Keep subscribing. Have other fr your friends subscribe and keep listening. Every Monday, 9 a.m., a new episode will drop. Take care. Thanks for joining us. This podcast is brought to you by Lady Lawyer Media. 
If you're a badass woman who's ready to take action to live life unapologetically AF, then you need to join our global community on Facebook, Ladies Who Leverage. And remember to subscribe to our podcast. And until next time, let's collabosource, strategize, and monetize. Are you a current speaker or an attorney, coach, expert, or entrepreneur who's tired of speaking for free or being underpaid? Are you ready to make bank for your brilliance? I have the perfect solution for you. Speaker moguls. We create highly paid sought after speakers by focusing on teaching you to master the business of professional speaking and building a bankable speaker brand that gets you known and paid. If you're ready to do what it takes for clients to put some respect on your name and pay you your value, you need to join our Speaker Moguls community now. You can join us at speakermogulsgroup.com. Yep, that's speakermoguls with an S group.com. Let's go get your money.